when you don't have a clear curriculum for your classroom, it is so overwhelming to try to put that together yourself. Spending hours on Pinterest and Google, pulling worksheets and pulling pieces of curriculum together to make something that works for your classroom. That's why we created the Autism Helper Curriculum and now offer Curriculum Access. Curriculum Access gets you access to all levels and all subjects of the highly differentiated evidence-based Autism Helper Curriculum. You can have students working on letter identification and working on parts of speech at the same time in our easy-to-use curriculum. We currently have hundreds of teachers using Curriculum Access from all over the world with consistently rave reviews. I want you to join that group of teachers. Now is the time to ask your administrators for curriculum access. We have an email template ready to go so you can ask them to set up a demo. Your administrators can jump on a live call with our team members to see everything that's included in the Autism Helper curriculum access. Next year, let's reduce the overwhelm. Let's start the year out with a path and a plan and resources to meet all the diverse needs of your students. Let's make next year the year of curriculum access. Head over to the show notes to learn more. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. Welcome back to the Autism Helper Podcast and welcome to the first episode of our 2023 summer series. So I typically like to do a series in the summer, usually shorter episodes because we're all kind of in that mood. Last year, I did classroom setup. So if you are looking to go through all of the building blocks of your classroom, definitely check those out. Two summers ago, I did a really fun series called Tales of Teaching and we shared funny stories from my classroom and that was a really, really fun series. Now, I have a great idea for this summer, and I think it's going to be something that you all enjoy and is really inspired by social media lately. So this summer, we're going to share some hot takes. I'm going to share some of my unpopular opinions, maybe controversial opinions, or maybe opinions that you actually agree with once you think about it. So I think this will be fun and get us kind of talking. I'd love to continue these conversations on social media, which is where a lot of these conversations started. And I want us to really think critically. That's kind of my... My purpose in this is to think beyond what we've always thought, to think about things in a different way, and to really make sure that what we are doing as educators is in line with our values and what we believe in. So the first hot take of the summer is why I don't like the phrase data or it didn't happen. So I did a reel and a TikTok on this recently, and this one really blew up. And I shared why I really don't like this phrase. And I'm sharing why I don't like this phrase as a behavior analyst. And you guys know us behavior analysts, we love data. And it's become kind of this buzz phrase around education and the special ed world and the ABA world, this like data or it didn't happen phrase, right? You see like the cute stickers and the mug and you're like, oh my God, yeah, I love data. I need the data. So you're like, Sasha, you love data. You have a course on data. Why would you say you don't like this phrase? Now, the reason I don't like the phrase data or it didn't happen is that it puts unrealistic expectations on a classroom teacher. 
A typical special ed teacher right now is working in an overcrowded classroom with less than the amount of staff than they're supposed to have. There are probably high need students. There are probably behaviors. There may be toileting needs. All of this is happening while we're now putting this pressure of taking data on everything. Listen to me. You cannot take data on everything. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't take data on everything. You need time for teaching. You need time for building rapport. You need time for training your staff, right? And when I talked about this on TikTok and Instagram and said, I, you know, I don't like this phrase, some people were up in arms like, well, you need the data. I mean, you need the data. Yes, I'm not saying we don't need data, but you do not need data on everything. And for the things that you're unable to take data on, we're not going to ignore it. We're not going to be like, oh, it didn't happen because... I wasn't able to take data on it. That's ridiculous. What if we're talking about extreme behaviors? What if aggression happened, but you were short-staffed and all these things were happening and you weren't able to take data on that and maybe even a few days went by and you haven't taken data on it because just life got in the way? Are we just going to ignore that that episode happened? No. We're going to still acknowledge that. And we want systems in place, especially for important behaviors like aggression, But we're not going to ignore that behaviors are happening just because we're not in a place where we can take data on things. So that's why I don't like that phrase. I don't like it putting this pressure on teachers. And I don't like this idea that we're just not going to acknowledge things that we're not able to take data on. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now, what can we do instead? Like I said, you can't take data on everything. So the goal here is prioritizing. Pick the most important things to take data on in your classroom. Now, that typically is going to come to behavior, right? Safety is the most important thing every single day in your room. So, of course, we want to take data on those extreme behaviors that could really cause an unsafe situation. So those behaviors may come top of mind when I tell you to prioritize. After that, we want to look at academics. Now, You want to probably take data on everything, right? Oh my God, it'd be great to have data on every single thing. Again, that's not something that's functional in a typical classroom right now. A lot of classrooms are super, super understaffed. I want you to pick a goal that you can consistently hit. If that's once a week, great. If that's every other week, great. Something that you can see through the whole year. Because that's really what you want. You want to be able to see progress, see trends, see where there's regression, see if your instruction is working. When we're consistent, we're able to notice all of those things. When we go too all in, when we try to take data on every single goal every single day, you want to know what happens? You burn out. And you take all that data, August, September, October, and guess what? November hits and you're dead. And you lose your data binder and you don't take data anymore and suddenly you resurface in January and you're like, I have no idea how anything's going. I don't want that situation for you and I know you don't want that situation either. So instead of putting this pressure of I've got to do everything all the time, let's switch it up. Let's set that goal that's realistic once a week, every other week, whatever it is. And once you're starting to feel comfortable with that, then level up. 
but let's do use the same strategies that we use with our students, right? We benchmark, we scaffold. Let's use those same strategies for ourselves when setting up those data expectations. So that's really why I don't like the phrase data or it didn't happen. Now, I want to speak directly to my BCBAs, especially my BCBAs that are working in schools. I want you to really take a moment to recognize and think about all of the competing contingencies that your teachers are facing because there's a lot. And to me, the best BCBAs and consultants that are working in schools with teachers recognize those struggles and those obstacles and work with teachers to create systems that will work, not having that pressure of data, 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 because realistically, as we've talked about, that's not going to happen in every single classroom. So keep in mind what the day-to-day struggles of a classroom are when giving that advice and setting up those supports for your teachers. All right, so this was our first episode in our summer series, Hot Takes. These are short and sweet because it's summer. Next week, I will be back with another unexpected or unpopular opinion and let me know on Instagram what you think about it. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.